Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode contains spoilers for the first half of The Predator, but it contains no spoilers for the second half. Why? Uh, because we are... Hello, hello, we are Walk Out Boys, coming to you live. Uh, I'm back in New Zealand. Nick, where are you these days? I'm back in York. Beautiful Yorkshire. Oh, baby. Woo! Been around the world, but it's great to come home. Do they have uh, predators in York, Yorkshire? Um, Sexual predators? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Surely. (laughs) They're they're an epidemic everywhere. What about um, normal predators? By which I mean... Dreadlocked aliens. I'm sure, yeah. You know, I, I really should have uh, uh, gotten that that's what you meant. Um, yeah. Because we just because seen, that is the movie we have yeah, both yeah. seen we didn't half just of go quite see recently. The movie Sexual Predator. Um, you know, I haven't seen any, but um, the, York is a quite, quite a white city. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, you know, haven't seen the sort of green skin. Um, they, they, they keep to themselves, is what I'm saying. Like, they're probably keeping a low profile, keeping that invisibility cloak on. Um, and just, you know, going about their business. Fantastic. Uh, this is my first Predator movie. Did you know that, Nick? Yeah, so you've, you've never seen... You've never seen any of the, the Predators? You've never seen Predator? I've never predator seen any too? medium media uh, involving a Predator. I've never seen Alien vs. Predator. I've never seen Alien vs. Predator 2. I've never seen Predators. Uh, J- Joseph, it's Alien vs. Predator Requiem. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nick. Who Please wins? Some respect. Who wins in Alien vs. Predator, Nick? I know uh, you've seen it. Uh, well, whoever wins, we lose. Yeah, that was setting you up for that one. <laughs> but So I was very excited. Like, what I'd gathered from kind of general pop culture, like, you know, Predators, they're in the, they're in the kind of public sphere. I knew a bit about them. I knew that they had dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were from space. I didn't know where, where, where they were going, who they were running from. I didn't know anything. I just saw... What I assumed was a man in dreadlocks uh, driving a spaceship and it crash landing. I, I don't know what he wants. I don't know what, what his deal is. I don't know. So there was, there was a lot for me to kind of uh, have to figure out. Did you, know more, did you know what he wanted when he came? Or was this just general movie storytelling that I should have picked up on? Uh, no, I, ha- I had no idea. Um, the, the main thing, the main takeaways of the other Predator movies for me is that uh, Predators like to hunt humans. Um, mm. that's pretty fun for them. Uh, and they use Earth as like a sort of hunting ground. Um, so they've been to Earth before? Yeah, in Predator and Predator 2. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, Predators took place on the, the Predator world. Yeah, um, I thought all of them took place Ali- in Predator world. No, they're all mostly on Earth. Alien vs. Predator Requiem was on Earth. And Alien vs. Predator... <laughs> Was also on Earth. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so so they they've been around. They know their way around. 
they've been a few times before. They know they know the top spots. Yeah, it's like if they are um, fishermen, as one of the characters likes to describe them, then they they know all the spots where the, the good the good fish is going to be. Yeah, and they know the good cafes and stuff. They're not just going to rainforest cafe and even no, they're not going the to the tourist, yeah. the tourist destinations and stuff. They've got all like the little back alley human spots. Yeah, great. Um, so a spaceship crash lands and a predator falls out, and <laughs> and um. He immediately encounters some uh, soldiers, mm-hmm. and he loses his hat, and he loses his wristband. Yeah, and uh, a, 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 the predator's hat and wristband, um, while, like, while also covering up their um, hideous faces, are pretty important. Like it's like losing your phone and your wallet, I guess. So he's like, and his passport, because I guess like. No one, he can't prove who he is without his wristband. Um, so it's, suddenly, it's like, it'd be like going to say, nightmare. yeah, or like, so you go to like a sick festival and you yeah. lost your wristband. Yeah, you can't, you can't, he can, he's already inside, but he can't go out and come back in, is what we're saying. And he doesn't have the technology of uh, Tom Cruise and Simon Pegg from Mission Impossible Fallout to replicate wristbands uh, to get inside uh, uh, exclusive clubs in Paris. No, they're not that advanced in Alien Race. Um, so he's like, it's a classic, um, you know, he's a fish out of water. He's, uh, this predator's lost all the stuff that he's going to have to rely on his own wits. And, um, he immediately gets captured by, um, the most annoying humans, like, who have ever graced our screen. Um, everyone in this movie thinks they are so funny. This... I knew this movie was directed by Shane Black, and boy oh boy does it hit every little Shane Black kind of ism that we've come to expect. Uh, there's a kid involved, heavily. Everyone's cracking wise. Uh, and um, it, it takes place around a festive holiday, in this instance Halloween. And and like Iron Man 3, uh, they take away someone's powers and make them uh, get it get it back themselves on their own terms. Yeah, you're right. This is just Iron Man 3, but the predator is Iron Man. Essentially. And there was a little, yeah, there was a little kid in that, and he got, he got the suit, and it was like a little smart kid as well. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Did he just replace Iron Man with Predator and, like, f- control find? I think so. And and there's because there was one scene where they referred to the predator as Iron Min, um, but that would have just been a typo that that got missed by the um, control F. I wrote down some of my favorite lines. Um, okay. When the the scientist sees the predator, he goes, "You are one beautiful motherfucker." Uh, I enjoyed that one. I, another one of my favorite lines is, uh, "How'd you get a ticket aboard this shitmobile?" And uh, the other one was. Uh, Oh, here's a really here's a line that really confused. Like, this is I think this sums up like why the movie thinks it's really funny, but is actually like kind of not. Uh, is that the there's a female scientist and she ends up with all the um, soldiers. She's like unconscious because she shot herself with a dart, and she's in they're in a hotel room. And she's like on the bed, and the main guy comes out and he's with one of the other soldiers, and he's like, "Do you think she's safe in there with the other the other soldiers?" And the and the guy's like. They're soldiers, man. Sleeping ladies? No. Like, I don't know if soldiers are, like, <laughs> historically <laughs> super safe to be around. <laughs> like, they don't have a great rest. Asleep or awake. <laughs> in, yeah. in, in history, yeah, soldiers around women, especially sleepy women, I would say, um, 
you know, not generally not not that's not a great situation. Not a, not a safe situation. I think the the film is full of kind of quite half-assed dialogue, but what an ensemble cast they have to deliver it. It's basically just like the Oscars from two years ago have all come together. The kid is, it's the boy from the room or room, sorry, not the room, uh, room. And uh, the main soldier is the grown up boy from Moonlight and he's delivering it with all the, all the expression he has in Moonlight. He's like, sleeping soldiers? No. And I'm like, no, you know, you're not, you're not in that um, movie anymore. uh, Keegan-Michael Key, um, playing like a comedian and delivering the worst jokes he must have been gutted to get that script (laughs) yeah you're the because his character is introduced as the guy who tells jokes and who boy and that's a lot of pressure you know you never want to be introduced as the guy who tells jokes well yeah you and i both dabbled in the world of stand-up nick and nothing worse than someone asking you to say hey do do a joke absolutely you just want to let that stuff happen naturally um yeah so the, the the little boy, there's a little boy who's the son of uh, the guy from, uh, he's in Logan, and what did you say he was Narco- in? Narcos. Narcos. Um, uh, he gets sent the Predator's hat and wristband, um, and because the kid has Asperger's. Have you, do you remember that movie, Mercury Rising? And it was Bruce Willis uh, had to protect a boy whose autism helped him crack a big uh a government code and all the uh all the government all the secret agents were out to kill a, a child mm-hmm. and who was always looking at um like puzzles yeah he reminded me of that boy it everyone in this film had like quite complex uh conditions that were played off like not dealt with very sensitively uh thomas jane's character had the most juice bigelow uh <laughs> tourette syndrome <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just kept me like yeah eat my pussy uh fuck, fuck you in the ass like i i definitely i don't know much about Tourette's, but i do know that that is like not the it's very rare for it to be like that the main thing i know about Tourette's is it's not the thing where you swear yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but you know are we are we asking too much for this film called that is a reboot of the predator of you know this is this is like the seventh film where they've just tried to make you trick you into thinking it's the original Predator by barely changing the title. Yeah, they've got to do something about these um, simple titles. Just putting a "the" in front of it, or taking away a key a key word. You know, I think I think titles need to be longer with more explanation. Okay, what would you give this uh, as a, for a title? I would call it "Where'd the Predator's Hat Go." Okay, is that long enough yeah. though? I would say maybe um, a predator on his way to Earth loses his hat and wristband. And a boy finds them. Now he has to get it back, but it's been sent to a boy. What's he going to do? We're not giving away anything else. (laughs) And that's in the title. Yeah. Fantastic. This is because, you know, we're all watching movies on our phones now. Absolutely. And uh, and I think phones, they can contain an awful, you know, a phone can have a thousand songs. So why couldn't it have all that many words in a, in a title? Are you saying a phone it, can contain a thousand words? Well, who knows? <laughs> I haven't tested it, but maybe it could. Nick, do you remember when we were younger and we went to see 
the assassination of the coward Robert Ford. No, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Do you remember? I, I made you ask for the tickets by the full name, and uh, and they didn't know they didn't know what it was. <laughs> I would have done the same thing because <laughs> they just had Jesse James up on the board. And you were like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it, Joseph. I'm not saying it. I was like, say the full name of the movie. That's going to be funny. <laughs> was it funny? For me? Sure. <laughs> and our for comedy you, is subjective. <laughs> for you, it was just, you said it, and then they said sorry, and you went, the Jesse James one, and then they, uh, <laughs> they knew what it was. <laughs> but I would love to hear, I would love to hear some people asking for the, the full um, Predator movie. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it would just... Just go away to, you know, get people a bit more hyped to see the movie and people know a bit more what they're getting into, especially if they haven't seen a Predator before. Then they at least know that, to look out for his hat and wristband. Maybe the title should be A Predator, which, by the way, is an alien with dreadlocks. Uh, and <laughs> let's not go into the dreadlock thing. Uh, we don't know whether or not that's part of their culture. Anyway, that guy, he's he's crash landed on it. Well, he fell out of... A space plane, and he's lost his head, et cetera, et cetera. I think that would be a better title. Right, and does it have the sort of stuttering, like getting the words mixed up and stuff? Yeah, the, the sentences are totally incomplete, <laughs> and um, it just it just changes tact halfway through. Well, let's, uh, so the Predator crash lands on Earth, uh, mm-hmm. he loses his hat and wristband, he gets kidnapped by some wise-talking um, everybody, some scientists, um, and then the boy uh, from... Uh, room room. uh uses the hat to accidentally call another predator um i don't know if he's a predator predator like if he's out to hunt other predators or just i don't know what his he's got dogs is his thing um (laughs) that's like that's his personality he's got two dogs in his plane and all his uh like his his profile picture is just his two dogs Oh yeah, he loves um, and he's those just dogs. always posting about like his walks with the dogs and like great to you know if he ever has to leave his dogs he always posts pictures of them like missing these guys um like coming we know home. their hats can send texts so we can only assume that their hats can like post post predator <laughs> instagrams yeah um life updates so um, he the, the the dog lover predator uh, lands, and um, but I tell you what the 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 hat of the main predator is starting to go out of control, and the boy wears it trick or treating, and um, some other bullies throw a rock at it, and it sends a, a missile out of the the hat, and it blows up a house. Yeah, that was I think that was my favorite bit, and that, that was was that when you walked out. I walked out about three minutes after that. Um, the soldiers showed up and they um, killed the dogs on a soccer field. Oh, no. Did you miss I that? Out, yeah, I walked out before that. Oh, man, you missed. If you if you ever wanted to see some dogs get killed in a soccer field, and I, I know, Nick, you've talked to me about that privately. That's something you'd like to see in a film. Um, then that happens, yes. Oh, man. I can't believe I missed that. I was, no, I, was I was hoping those dogs were going to make it to the end. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is this film is a regular Molly and me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I I dare say um, the predator predator is not going to be happy about the loss of his beloved pooches. Uh, let's find out what happens in the second half when we return right after this. Battle to battle, 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 battle. 
Okay, this is Alive in Cromwell, the segment where every week uh, we check in on beloved character actor James Cromwell to make sure that he's still alive and still doing Cromwell. And Joseph, uh, I've got some great news. I've got some very Cromwell, some the Cromwelliest news about uh, Mr. Cromwell that we could possibly hope to find. Um, are you ready? Please tell me. I've been dying to know. This comes from... The website plantbasednews.org. So already just this is right in his wheelhouse. Um, Babe actor James Cromwell exec produces major vegan documentary. Vegan actor James Cromwell has been announced as the executive producer on major new sports documentary Running for Good. The film follows Fiona, Fiona Oakes, a veteran of more than 50 marathons, in her attempt not only to set a new global record in endurance racing, but to compete in the toughest foot race on earth, the Marathon de Saab 250 kilometers race through the Sahara Desert. Well, he has always talked about getting into producing, I think. You think, or you just or do you know? No, I don't know. But, <laughs> but he's done a lot. He's done a lot of. He's he's ticked off a lot of boxes. No, I have I have no reference for this. But I he's always wanted to try hang gliding. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, why wouldn't he? I'm surprised we haven't been going to plantbasednews.org for more Cromwell news in the past. I imagine there's more every day about him. I. I mentioned he is a direct line to plant-based news. <laughs> and he's like, I think he he has a relationship with the head reporter at plant-based news, kind of like um, Frank Underwood and uh, the reporter in uh, season one of House of Cards, you know? Oh, yeah. kind of, You mean they're fucking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I believe she gets the host, Yeah. And like, he's, he'll kind of light a cigarette after an intense lovemaking session and be like, I'm an executive producing a documentary. You didn't hear it from me. Please, please stop burning those plants. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Plants. Tobacco is a plant. And that was some plant-based news. <laughs> and that was a live in Cromwell. Okay, time for part two. When we last left the Predator... He was looking for his wristband, looking for his helmet, and he was being hunted, I assume, by a predator's predator. Um, This is a guy who, I guess, hunting humans is like hunting deer for him. What he wants is the the thrill of a real hunt, which is to hunt another predator. And the only thing he posts on Facebook, apart from pictures of his dogs, are pictures of him, like, with a dead predator in front of him, and... You know what? The Predator community, they're kind of not happy about it. Of course not. They they think it's disgusting. Um that like they 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 post it's like when um you know like a a conservative posts a picture of them with like a dead zebra or something. Disgusting. It's despicable. Um but you know what can you do? He's 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 a very powerful rich predator. He's made his money in um like newspapers. 
Yeah, and uh, and his his uh, wife's a dentist. So that's that's two solid six figure incomes in uh <laughs> in that household. And that's how he can afford to have such um you know well kind of manicured dogs you know yeah. that are like he, he takes them to a groomer they look fantastic but unfortunately they've been killed oh. by by some uh, big old soldiers and they've, they've like been one got just cut in half there's green blood green dog blood everywhere and this conservative powerful predator predator is not going to be happy when he finds out and he's about to find out because he walks onto the uh, soccer field and um, Keegan-Michael Key says, uh, uh, you're offside, and uh, then laughs for, uh, like, for a while. Yeah, barely a joke. All he's done is said uh, a rule in soccer. <laughs> you can sort of hear him under his breath going, fuck this, man. Yeah, and, uh, and and then he, like, looks on his phone and just, like, sees that Jordan Peele's just got the job uh, hosting Twilight Zone, and he's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> This, and they they film that all. <laughs> he's, but the he's, predator, the, the predator's predator is just gutted. Like, I mean, he, so the predators have those like weird like four corner mouths, um, but it doesn't take. You can still tell that he is um, in utter anguish, and he's just kneeling beside his dogs, um, wailing, crying, um, just like rub. Like he's like shaking the torso of one of them just like hoping that it'll wake up and he's he's like missy missy wake up but um missy's not waking up and you know what he has to do about this he has to do a a facebook post on predator facebook so he um starts tapping away at the side of his hat Mm -hmm. and um, it's a long post post. well uh, the first one is actually quite short it just goes terrible news oh of course and immediately, other predators are like, "What's wrong, hun?" And like, "What happened?" He's like, "Honest, oh, it's fine. Just, just so gutted right now." You hope you feel better. I'm so sorry. Please, like, anything we can do to help. And um, he he ignores them. He has the burial, and finally, once he's kind of taken a photo of the grave, he'll be like, "He, he does." It's three days later. He does another post. He's like, "It's been three days, but I'm ready to talk about it now." Yeah, I buried my Missy and my um. Uh, beloved Gus in uh, in a soccer field on Earth. Uh, you, you'll know Earth. You, we all know Earth. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is. I'm taking some time to process right now. Uh, I was kind of hunting some big game, but that's not really what I'm focusing on at the moment. I just kind of, I guess, need to learn to love myself a bit before I can kind of get back out there and and, and get a new dog, which uh, I can't afford with my money from newspapers and my wife's at industry gig. Um. Under underneath that, uh, some other predators of his friends are like, "This is despicable! I can't believe humans." Uh, he, this and further proof that humans need to be wiped out. Um, and then someone underneath that says, "Like you, you know, humans are. Uh, uh, we need to protect humans. They were just doing what they do. We can't ho- hold them responsible for for killing. Like that's just they don't know any better." And then someone else comments, "Like." Um, well, this is what you get when you hunt other predators. Um, you are despicable, and if you deserve to be in that grave with the dogs, and then someone, and then someone else is like, "Well, Whoa. that's that's too far, eh?" Like the the predators, some of the predators get pretty heated in the comments. The comment section gets crazy out of hand, and then um, underneath that, uh, the the our predator just keeps asking, "Like, hey guys, uh, has anyone seen my wristband and my helmet? Um, need them real bad, stuck on Earth." Um, 
uh, and then he goes at the predator's predator. Sorry about your dogs. Want you to know that was nothing to do with me. Um, and the predator's predator comments, um, "I'm coming for you, motherfucker." And and this it was a lot to do with him because those soldiers wouldn't have been there if he wasn't looking for his hat in that same neighborhood. Uh, so tensions. <laughs> Tensions are pretty high. Tensions are so high that the predator's predator has to take a break from social media. And he announces that as well. He's like, guys, I'm taking about four weeks. Uh, you know how to contact me. Just direct through the hat. I'll, st- <laughs> <laughs> I'll still be occasionally posting to Instagram, but but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much taking a break. Yeah, but just like work stuff. Meanwhile, the uh, uh, kid... Uh, has his mask uh, still on and the the hat and the wristband? Um, he's still is he still trick or treating? Oh yeah! Um, after blowing up a house, he does not stop there. He um, he realizes he can kind of get as much candy as his heart could ever desire um, by you know threatening them with the missile in in the hat he's wearing uh, and being uh, you know having the kind of movie. Uh, base level autism uh what he's decided he wants is a million pieces of candy so that's fair well he's gonna get it with that uh with his gun um he does have to kill quite a few more people um but it's funny you know uh yeah it, it's shane black kind of comedy violence <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a cracker um so he blows up a few more houses uh eventually people are just sort of lining up to to get him candy because they, they obviously don't want don't want to die um, and, uh, this, so this is what happens. He goes up to, um, this, this last house on the road, uh, and he, uh, knocks on the door and he says, trick or treat. And who should open the door? But it's the predator. But the predator is in a human costume. So the predator has, uh, like has had a George Bush face. Um, yeah. but like a, a sort of woman's like uh apron and like a woman's like dress with an apron sort of like mrs doubtfire um and so he's like trick-or-treat and the predator's like um and he hands him like this slight like bucket of like goo because you know how they probably they probably eat goo like they do eat goo yeah Yeah. that's that's a known fact about the predators um he hands him like a, a handful of like gooey slippery like eel things um and then he's like, rrr, 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 he's like point, pointing at um, the kid's hat. He's like, oh, and, and the kid's like, give me some real candy. And the predator's suddenly like, <laughs> and then he, he, he grabs for the, the hat. Oh, so this is what the kid does. <laughs> he grabs for the hat and the kid puts up his finger. He says, no, and, um, he the kids learn predator language? Yeah, the kids learn predator language. He's real smart. He taps... Uh, basically, what he's saying is like, you don't want to do that because look what I'm about to do. And he ho- he, t- he takes a helmet off and shows it to the predator. And in the predator, he's um, written a, a Facebook status on the predator's Facebook account. He's hacked him! He's, he's hacked him. <laughs> um, and he's just basically... He's done the classic, I'm gay. Um, <laughs> no! Yeah. Uh, well, he's a kid. And- he, does, he doesn't know any better. Um, you'd, you'd think with his ability to like take in large amounts of information um, due to his um, unnamed condition, he would have maybe read a bloody think piece or two by now. No, that says we, we don't we don't hack people and say I'm gay anymore. That's a shame, Black. Um, yeah, yeah. 
He's hero of the nineties. The predator actually he starts he he gets quite emotional and he sort of he just starts nodding like you're right I am um, I am gay and and he goes I think it's time we I think it's time we we post it. Wow, so this this predator, um, and like both predators, it's actually a lot like kind of professional athletes. There's not many that are out. Like there are plenty, there are plenty um, of, of you know like plenty of gay athletes, uh, plenty of gay predators, but none are kind of comfortable coming out because they're a bit of a kind of backwards culture. Uh, they're, not, they're not ready for that. So this is actually a huge, huge moment um, when he when he posts this. Yeah, so uh, he becomes the first openly gay predator um, that's out there. So he posts it, and um, they both sort of sit down on the couch to look at the comments, and it's sort of like it's you know there's nothing happening for a few seconds. It's very tense, and then suddenly um, the predators just start chiming in, and they're just like, "I'm so um, so happy for you. Like, like this is so brave. Like, I really support this. Like, well done." Um, and it like the, the the comments are overwhelmingly quite positive, which is, you know, it's a huge deal for the predator community. Um, other predators start um, coming out as well, and yeah, I just, I, it's it's just it's a step in the right direction for the predators. That's really good. But I'll tell you who doesn't like this: uh, the conservative predator predator. Hell no! With his no, because he is you know he's uh, like a real. He didn't vote for prop eight. Like he's, um, which they have, they have that predator. Like, yeah, he's, and, and he actually, they're not so different to us. Yeah. He uses a lot of his like newspaper money to kind of like get kind of hateful opinions out there in the world. And got like, he's, yeah, he's, he's a pretty backwards guy. And now not only, not only has this uh, other predator been responsible for the death of his dogs, he's now pushing what he calls a gay agenda. And, uh, the predator, the predator won't stand for that. So he starts like a, a super pack and gets like a lot of money kind of behind his uh, his attempts to kill the other predator. He gets a new gun, like a really big gun. Mm. A, big, really a gun big. so big that it um, it's actually could just destroy all of the, the planet. So um, his, his plan is just like, well, let's just get rid of this whole um, this whole park that we hunt in. It's, it's, it's no good. You know, it kills dogs. It turns predators gay. Um, like, let's destroy it. And he, um, he, uh, he's he gets this kind of big gun, and he, and he's up in space now. He's pointing this giant gun, giant gun towards Earth, and and some some someone someone needs to stop this. But one predator alone, it is not is not capable of doing that. One predator with one wristband, no. How about? Seven billion wristbands. They turn around. Simon Pegg is there with the technology to replicate as many wristbands as you could possibly want. And he steps bravely into the podcatic universe for the first time <laughs> with his wristband technology. And quick quick snap, him and Ethan Hunt produce everyone in the world with a, um, a wristband strong mm-hmm. enough. And they all start firing um, little discs <laughs> that come out of the wristband. <laughs> They start firing them into the sky, everyone together, um, and it's it's an incredible, powerful scene. And they they take out, they take out the gun in the sky. It explodes. Um, shards of it rain over every city. We see every city um, celebrating as the big gun in the sky um, is dead. And yeah. uh, um, and then 
so in the in the predator papers um the next day which obviously the predator's predator he he runs them um you know it's it's there's the death of this this paper this sort of like newspaper mogul um and a lot of people were actually quite happy because they you know he actually he wasn't very popular with a lot of people um and it got the the sort of next heir to the to the company is actually a lot more progressive and um what he uh he, they sort of start covering humans in a more positive light as opposed to sort of like just pretending like they're, they're just awful, you know, cannon fodder. Um, and Earth gets turned into a, a protected like heritage, you know, park. Yeah. Um, humans are like kind of native birds that you can absolutely. touch. Um, they, you, um, they do tag us all <laughs> and like put, yeah. <laughs> put like blued things around our neck. <laughs> So it's it's pretty embarrassing for everyone. Yeah. But uh, apart they, from that, they, 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 there's a lot of like 1080 poison that they put around to like they think to protect us, <laughs> but it just kills a lot of our livestock. Yeah, and they're like try forces to mate, <laughs> and <then> it's <laughs> so there. You know, real... some parts of it are not ideal. Yeah, and they're just like shoving artificial insemination into <laughs> into people. And like the, yeah. the the tourists, like you know, having people just the tourism explodes and that's horrible just having predators taking a photo of you while you're trying to take a shit or whatever you know like yeah, just thousands of predators walking along <laughs> watching us fuck <laughs> it's it's truly truly awful and everyone is really really mad about it everyone's everyone's very mad except for um except for our predator uh and the little boy who found a special friendship um and they, they're sort of like the game wardens of of the um, the sort of dock workers of Earth. Mm. Um, and as a side note, everyone, all the predators. Once you learn the predator language, um, Keegan Michael Key's jokes are super funny to the predators. So he gets um, some good gigs on the the stand up circuit over there. Yeah, and. Uh... Uh, but it's, it's it's a really interesting time and um and, and so much change has happened it's and we're actually really lucky at this time that um someone was there to uh to document it all and kind of get it on camera so they could tell that story and uh that was james cromwell who's been thinking about getting into producing and uh <laughs> he was rolling his cameras at the right time you've been reading plant-based news uh, and what would the um, title of uh, that movie be, Nick? Well, this is still the same movie, but it's uh, a predator goes to Earth and loses his hat and wristband, which gets sent to a little boy, and we won't tell you what happens next. Colon. Um, the predator comes out and helps build Earth into a game reserve, thanks to James Cromwell. Yeah, I mean, that... As, and then that brackets, kind of... brackets, we're sorry, we weren't meant to add that bit. <laughs> Could that fit in a phone? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you tell me. Maybe a predator's phone. No, no technology known to us. Could <laughs> fit so many words. Hey, thanks for listening to Walkout Boys. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you on Skype, Nick. And yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure I, I, uh, talking to you at home, listeners. And I hope it's been a pleasure for you as well. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with more Walkout Boys. Let us know if there's a movie you'd like us to walk out of. And if you enjoyed it, uh, make sure you tell us because we love positive affirmations. I'm on Twitter at JosephMoore1. Nick is on Twitter at Nick Sampson. Hmm. Please do. 
And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.